0: Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents. You're listening to Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna and I'm taking you through to 9.30 this morning. A big thank you to Annie McLaughlin for another enthralling solidarity breakfast. Enthralling, but actually there was a lot of um, content on that show and on this show um, that actually looks at Uh, the desperation of our side in the global struggle at the moment um, and a good reason to to keep fighting. Uh, In the second part of the show, I'll be speaking with Aaron Mulgarvinam from the Tamil uh, Refugee Council, and we'll be talking about the situation on Manus Island and the plight of the refugees and, of course, the abhorrent position of the Australian government. You probably already know that there's a demonstration at two o'clock today at the State Library. So make sure that you get there and come out in support of those refugee men who are desperately seeking asylum and desperately seeking safe resettlement. Uh, Manus Island is not the place um, for that safe resettlement. So I uh, will be speaking with, um, with Aram El-Gavanam about that. But also the Turnbull government's recent visit to um, Sri Lanka. Many of the men um, at, on Manus are from Sri Lanka. Not all of them. Many are from the Middle East as well. So that's the second part of today's program. First up as always, news from around the region. We're going to kick off in Australia and a worker dies from overwork in this country. This week a 27-year-old worker picking watermelons in the region of Townsville in the northern state of Queensland collapsed and died while working from suspected heat heatstro- uh, while work, so he died while working and the death was from suspected heat stroke. A government inquiry currently underway has found that workers in the agricultural sector of Australia are so seriously exploited and underpaid that their employment situation is com- comparable to slavery. This sector is notoriously ununionised and only in the last few years have there been more effective organising drives. In a related matter, workers employed at a major supermarket chain are poised to undertake industrial action in an attempt to increase their stagnant wages. Now, of course, we've been reporting on deaths due to overwork for some time across the Asia Pacific region, in Japan and Korea in particular, and when we reported on that, it seemed outside of our thinking that this could happen in Australia with the strength of our union movement and the fight that our um, that the working class has in Australia, but over the years we've seen the deterioration, the demobilising of Australia's union movement. This meme fest that we're seeing coming out of our um, leadership structures in the union movement, which does nothing to actually mobilise our forces. And I think dying from overwork is a clear a clear consequence of um, the direction that our union movement is going in. And it really is um, critical that we find a way to to fight back and reclaim those structures. Moving now to uh, PNG, mass sackings hit dock workers in that country. In early October, the Global Port Operator Company, the International Container Terminal Services, ICTSI, Uh, took over the operations of a number of ports in Papua New Guinea. The workers took industrial action against this takeover as part of global actions against ICTSI in ports around the world. Subsequently, up to a 1,000 workers were dismissed so that they could be replaced by cheaper, non-unionised labour. Australian maritime workers rallied in Sydney during the week in support of their fellow workers in PNG. Moving now to Iran. On the 28th of October, security forces once again targeted Labor activist Mahmoud Salehi. Mahmoud was leaving the dialysis unit of a hospital in Sakhez in northern west, uh, northwestern Iran when he was arrested and immediately sentenced to another year in prison. Mahmoud Salehi was the president of the Bakery Workers Association and he's been active in the labour movement since the early 1980s. Mahmoud was first arrested in early 2007 and has been suffering ill health since the early days of his prison life. Unfortunately, Mahmoud Salahi is only one of many labour activists being targeted by the Iranian government. And as always, we're calling for the freeing of all political prisoners in Iran and freedom for workers to organise. And I will, um, in a moment, um, announce the Global Day of Action Against Trade Union Repression, which is directly about comrades like Mahmoud himself, but all unionists across the world that are targeted for their union activity, not just targeted through imprisonment, but through rapes and sexual violence, through beatings and through murders. So extrajudicial killings, being shot or just being beaten to death on picket lines. That is what the Global Day of Action Against Trade Union Repression was created for and is fighting against. In fact, all around the world, workers are prevented from organising by capitalists and governments. We face fines, dismissals, beatings, rapes and even murder. By keeping us unorganised, they can pay us less, make us work harder and make greater profits and actually that's what it's all about. By keeping us weak, they can increase casualisation and contracting out. Many labour activists end up in jail because of their organising activities. That's why we fight against trade union repression. The day, the Global Day of Action Against Trade Union Repression, is the 16th of November. The demands are stop the killings of workers and unionists, free our comrades in jail, organising is not a crime, stop sexual violence against women workers – support unions and don't let them use cheap labour as a way or unorganised workers as cheap labour as a way to divide us. Um, There are activities right across the world. I was on an international um, organising committee meeting just on Friday where we were looking at... um, the various activities that are being coordinated across the world for November 16. We had the comrades from South Korea on that call and many of you will know that Han Sung-kyun is still in prison. His first possibility of amnesty comes up at the end of this year and supposedly the new government of Moon Jae-in is is more progressive and of course we had our doubts about that but we'll see what happens as this pressure mounts to have Hunsung Sung-kyun released moving now well directly to the um, comrades in South Korea it's the first anniversary of the candlelight revolution that is the the revolution that saw the ouster of President Park Hyun-hee and the election eventual election of um, Moon Jae-in so In South Korea, last Saturday was the first anniversary of what has come to be known as the Candlelight Revolution. This was a series of huge demonstrations over a few months that led to the downfall of President Park Geun-hye. For this anniversary, thousands of workers demonstrated on the streets of Seoul for further reforms in relation to an end to casualisation, higher wages and less union repression. Workers' workers continued activism is also reflected by other parts of civil society in relation to the widespread corruption in South Korean political system. Organising is not a crime and, again, we're calling for the release of Han Sung-kyun. And again in Australia uh, this week, the newly created First Nations Workers Alliance has come out forcefully to condemn the Community Development Program, a so-called job creation program, which is structurally racist and another tool to keep Aboriginal people in poverty. A separate inquiry also found that the CDP, the Community Development Program, was inherently flawed and routinely financially punished the people that it was supposed to help. Aboriginal people have not only suffered dispossession, mass murder since colonisation, but have been systematically used as virtual slave labour in this country. And our last story for this roundup of news from around the region is in Indonesia and it's amongst the Coca-Cola workers that are still fighting. Workers at Coca-Cola Amatil Indonesia have been involved in a long-running dispute in their attempts to set up their own independent union. The dispute began in two thousand and fifteen when the workers were able to register their own union. The company responded by harassing members and eventually sacking its chairperson Atra Noanto, and later on, uh, later on suspending Lutfi Arianto, another union official. Coca-Cola has a proven track record around the region for union busting. There's an ongoing international campaign by the IUF in support of the Indonesian Coca-Cola workers and we'll publish details of that um, support campaign on our website. It's twelve minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio Three CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. I'm going to go to some community announcements and then a song, and then I will be back with Aaron Malgavenum to talk about the um, situation for the refugees on Manus Island and Turnbull's recent visit, visit to uh, to Sri Lanka. Three
1: CR.
0: Community Radio. What are you supposed to do? What, what, what?
1: Eight five five. What are you
2: supposed to do? I am. Palestine National Day is being celebrated on November the fifteenth, five p.m. at Federation Square. Join us as we raise the Palestinian flag. Hear Palestinian youth sing the Palestinian National Anthem, Palestinian Band 48 will perform traditional and resistance music. Join our dance and dub key crew and enjoy Palestinian food and culture in this family event. See you there. Palestine National Day, November 15th, 5pm at Federation Square. Be there. A 3CR supporter. <laughs>
1: Work is united, we'll overcome Workers united, never be defeated. Work is united, will overcome. Work is united, united, well united, never be defeated. We are the people who make things run. Work is united, never be cheated. Protect your rights that were hard. For workers' autonomy We are the engines of the economy Those who are poor Are in a minority Shout let it, it up, up Cause we want equality You can make a difference To help fix the world All you have to do Is believe in yourself We celebrate our great diversity This is the strength of worker solidarity. Workers' solidarity Workers' united Never be defeated We are the people Who make things right Workers' united Never be cheated Protect your rights That were hard but Stand up We feel the pain of workplace injury Bosses who think our lives are cheap Make them feel the pain of worker solidarity Stand up, unite, don't turn your cheek Fight for the right, for fair compensation Fight for the right, for better education Equality, dignity, justice for all We want it now and we'll have it all Power to the people, not to corporations Boot politicians, trash our nation Fight for the right Self-determination. Oh, I'll put, put an end to casualization. Stand up and fight to return job security. Each to the need, from each, each their ability. Don't let them chip away our civil liberties. Fight with the power of workers' unity. Workers united, never be defeated. We are the people who make things run. Work is united, never be cheated. Work is united, never be cheated. Protect your rights everyone. Hi, this is Mitchell from Cut Copy and you're listening to 3CR. Please support Community Radio. Subscribe
2: now.
0: It's sixteen minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio three CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. I'm joined in the studio with Aaron Mulgaven from the Tamil Refugee Council. Welcome Aaron.
2: Thank you, Giselle, for having me.
0: We are obviously here to talk about the situation on Manus Island. Um, The Turnbull government made an arbitrary decision to close the camps on Manus by Tuesday, the 31st of October, irrespective of what plans were put in place for the actual living human beings that were located there. And of course, we're seeing some mass resistance and organising by those comrades, but the situation is becoming really, really intense. well, can you tell us about what's happening on Manus right now?
2: There are 600 men on Manus Island who any moment could be taken by the, uh, the Papua New Guinea Navy uh, from that uh, detention centre. Uh, they're resisting Australian government's and Papua New Guinea governments uh, plan to get them away from the, the detention centre. Uh, they're terrified. They're living in uh, fear of not only being taken away from the detention centre, but what could happen to them once they go into the, the Papua New Guinea uh, uh, community. Um, they're calling on the Australian government to uh, take responsibility and bring them into Australia. Uh Australian government has been making all sorts of promises about U.S. resettlement and other other countries. Nothing has happened. Um, Australia should take responsibility and bring these 600 men. Into the Australian community, we have seen number of refugees on Manus Island die because of poor medical facilities, but also uh, riots uh, initiated by uh, the local uh, Papua New Guineans. Uh, it's uh, you know it's 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 really terrifying for these refugees. Uh, but one good thing is for the past ninety days you know, uh, expecting the closure of the detention centre for the past 90 days. These 600 men, and and they're not just one ethnic group, you know, many different uh, groups stuck together, you know, rather than being divided. Uh, they were all united and, and they organized themselves and, and been uh, putting up a real resistance for the past 90 days. Uh, and, and some of those uh, who have been leading this resistance, like uh, Barrows um and uh, Aziz uh baruz Buchani is a journalist from uh, iran Kurdish journalist uh, from iran um, uh, Aziz is a sudanese man from uh, uh, from uh, from sudan uh, fled the war there's you know, all sorts of uh, refugees among this uh, 600. uh, And, uh, and they come from very different, uh, they come with very different experiences. And it's really good to see uh, them organizing uh, in this manner and, and putting up a real resistance. We in the Australian community should do everything we can to uh, to, sh- to stand in solidarity with these people.
0: Well, let me pick up on this point because I think you're making a very good point there. I think sometimes the way that we talk about the refugee crisis is to, you know, e- engage people's feelings of um, concern and distress about how other human beings are being treated and absolutely it's distressing to watch. But in that, we can sometimes think of refugees as helpless and just these people who are just trying to find a new life. All of that is true. But I think there is that piece that's missing that is actually these people are organized and they are politically conscious people. They fled um, experiences of repression in their home countries. They actually know and understand the political context and dynamics that are impacting directly on their lives right now. The resistance on Manus Island isn't just uh, born from desperation, although desperation is very much a part of it, but it is also born of political resistance. These are the equivalent of us. These are our comrades who were targeted by state repression that forced them to flee their countries and now they're stuck on Manus Island. And, I mean, you mentioned it is really incumbent on us as um, people living here in Australia where we elect a government that makes the laws, that keeps this system in place. The refugee movement has been active... For my almost my entire activist life, I became an activist in 1998. Um, I think the first offshore processing was in 1993. A labor government. Um, 1999, I think. 19. No, no, that was the. Anyway, we won't have a dispute. The the, the first, the the Labor government's um, Labor government
2: is the one that introduced indefinite detention. Right. uh, And then uh, the Howard government, um, you know, took it to the next level by introducing offshore detention and uh, the Pacific solution.
0: But my question for us is what do we do? What is the way forward? Because this movement has been in existence as early as whichever of those years we can agree on and we've made very little traction in this area.
2: I think the refugee movement... uh has been doing a really good job uh in the in in the recent days uh in in the recent uh, years uh we have seen um really good campaigns uh, which forced the uh, Australian government to back off uh, with the way they were treating the refugees you know the let them stay campaign for example uh, is is a uh, is a really good win for the the refugee movement um where we saw workers uh, of uh, different uh, professions uh, came together uh, in solidarity with the 267 refugees who were to be uh, deported to uh, Nauru and Manus Island, Uh, those refugees who were, um, you know, living in the community to get medical treatment. The, The refugee movement, you know, has seen some really good wins, but, you know, with any sort of resistance, right, it has to come from the people who are, uh, experiencing it people who are being directly oppressed uh by uh you know by, by the, the the government's policy and and th- those are the refugees themselves and uh what we haven't seen uh pr- previously is refugees themselves organizing and putting up a resistance and that's what we're seeing now for the past 90 days on Manus Island and we're starting to uh, see this uh, go to other parts as well you know there are people on Nauru who are closely watching this and 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 are being inspired by what's happening on Manus Island not just on Nauru there are people in Indonesian refugee camps in Malaysia and Thailand also coming up with uh, pockets of protest um, against their treatment uh, by UNHCR and, um, and and Western governments who are supposed to take them into their countries. Uh, so it, it's it's a really inspiring time. We as uh, people uh, who are electing this government, like you said, um, who is uh, carrying out all these atrocities. We should stand in solidarity uh, with these refugees and, and that's why it's important all of you come to the rally today uh, at two o'clock at the state library. It is not just going to be a rally it is going to be an occupation as well we need to we need as many people as possible to uh, prolong that occupation we We need to uh, stay on that uh, street. Block, uh, you know, stay on that street and, and occupy the, the the Melbourne CBD as long as we can, so that we can save these six hundred men's lives.
0: Well, I want to, I mean, yes, absolutely, get out to that demonstration. I want to, I want to look at some the broader context as well, um, because we on we're looking at the home countries these people are coming from and fleeing from earlier in the show i talked about um trade union repression in iran particularly the plight of mahmoud salehi who is one of uh, he's a union organizer for with the bakery workers association and he was coming out of his dialysis clinic was arrested and he's now in prison this is the reality of what people are fleeing um you're from the uh, the Tamil. Refugee Council, you do a lot of work with Sri Lankan refugees. Uh, Of course, many of those Sri Lankan refugees are fleeing genocide in that country. Earlier this week, we saw Turnbull visit Sri Lanka, uh, celebrating the relationship between the 40 year relationship between Australia and Sri Lanka. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you say about that? How do you look at how do you View that as a, a a broader context that gives the situation we're seeing in Manus. It's
2: it's really disappointing to see uh, Malcolm Turnbull visiting Sri Lanka to whitewash the crimes committed by the Sri Lankan government. Um, it's disgusting to see uh, Malcolm Turnbull visiting Sri Lanka while uh, these 600 men are fearing for their life, pleading for help, and. Our prime minister, rather than attending to this emergency uh, call, chooses to uh, run away, hide in a in a country that is, uh, you know, has leaders who are accused of war crimes. Um, the the human rights violations in the north and east of uh, Sri Lanka in Tamlulam. Um, has continued even under the the new uh, Sri Sena government. Um, Sri Sena government has been using violence and ha- harassment. You know, using the security forces um, and and has been violently attacking the the Tamil people. Uh, the Tamil lands are continued to be occupied by the military. In fact, there was a report uh, just about uh, uh, a fortnight ago. Uh, and and it claimed that in Mullah one of the badly affected by the war area, for every two Tamils, there is an army member present. For every two Tamil, you know, heavy military presence. And our government, rather than criticizing the, the Sri Sena regime, puts out a press release saying that it's an important relationship to stop people getting on boards and coming to Australia. You know, rather than addressing the root causes refugees flee from, what they want to do is, you know, uh, help Sri Lankan government um, polish their image internationally, and at the same time give them as much money as possible and, and resources possible to stop Tamils from uh, fleeing the genocide elections of the state. It's it's really shocking, uh, but it's you know it's been Australian government's uh, um, uh, stand uh, for many years now. Not just the Turnbull government, we saw the Abbott government uh, giving boats to uh, the then Rajiv regime and the Gillard government and the Rudd government. You know they all had uh, their part in um, in helping Sri Lankan government get away with their crimes.
0: Well, um, Aaron, thank you so much for your time on the program. We, we are just about out of time. I just want to get those details again so that we can really impress on people to get along to the demonstration today.
2: Yeah, so it's at 2pm at the State Library of Victoria. We will be marching. We will be occupying the streets of Melbourne, turn out in big numbers so that we can, um, we can resist the, the, the police attacks.
0: So get along to that. I know it's easy as a refugee activist to start to feel despondent and distressed about what's happening, but our collective resistance, our collective solidarity for the comrades on Manus is really what's needed now. It's 29 minutes past 9 o'clock. That brings us to the end of Asia Pacific Currents. Thanks for tuning in. You can uh, reach us on... Uh, you can reach Australia Asia Worker Links on our Facebook page and Twitter um, and go to our website, all the dot. Uh, We'll put more details up on our site about the situation for the comrades on Manus Island. But coming up now is Palestine Remembered, some community announcements, and then we'll go straight into that show. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.